Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hook them up with he and Rod P. Brought to you by Bud Light on the Horn. You had better. Let's get them up. Get them going. It's the weekend. It's Friday. On Hook Em Up with Ian Rod B. Rod B, what's it make it? A free flag. Feel good. Fake it till you make it. Ric Flair. Woo! Football Friday edition of Hook Em Up with Ian Rod B. Indeed, indeed, indeed. A football weekend that will include the Texas Longhorns for the first time since the Cotton Bowl lost to Oklahoma. Steve Sarkeesian says his team's a little pissed off. A little pissed Ooh, off. A little angry. With two weeks to stew on a uh, heartbreaking loss to your rivals, they'll try to take it out on the Houston Cougars tomorrow. We'll preview, obviously. Go behind that burnt orange curtain, talk Texas football. It's also a weekend that does not include the Dallas Cowboys or the Houston Texans. They're both enjoying their bye week in the National Football League. NFL did kick off last night with Week 7. Good game in New Orleans. Speaking of good games, if you're a Houston Astros fan, it was a good game in Arlington last night. Astros making themselves right at home at Globe Life Field. They like that ballpark, no doubt about it. The American League Championship Series is tied at two apiece after the Astros got out the big bats last night, went to work on the Rangers. Game five is today. We'll look back and look forward uh, to game four and game five of the ALCS, the All-Texas Lone Star ALCS. We've also got... uh, uh, other conversations to be had. Uh, NFL high school football kicked off last night as well. We've got a lot to do. It's going to be a fun Friday on Hook 'em Up with Ian Rodby, and we appreciate you being there. Wherever you find us, our five hour conversation, five days a week, is always on 1019, also AM 1260. You can stream it on our Horn app. Just download that to your smartphone and touch of a button. You're listening to this program and all the shows here on the Horn across the uh, the city, across Central Texas, across the state, across the world. Wherever you are, you can listen to us on that Horn app, also at hornfm.com and on our YouTube channel at the Horn Austin. It's going to be a fun Friday as we get this thing launched and uh, ready to roll. He is our football theorist, a proud papa. He used to uh, came out of the 713 DB High down there in Houston, Texas. Also for the 512 DBU right here. Four stops in the National Football League. The football theorist, he is Blackstradamus. He is Rod Babers. Hello, Rod. I'm doing great. I appreciate the intro as always. Sure, and, man. Uh, thank God it's Friday. GIF. Closer to uh, football weekend, a uh, bounce back weekend for the Longhorns after their first loss of the season. Um, so we'll dive into that a little bit and hear from Steve Sarkeesian. Got some sound from the head coach that we'll dive into. Before we do that, before we do anything, though, uh, we always give props and like to give praise to those who serve our society built on the selflessness of service so for all those who choose to serve we know it's an honor but also a burden we appreciate you in any capacity you decide to serve god country or community uh we salute you soldiers first responders officers of the law teachers nurses you know you are we can't name all of you but we appreciate you it says come on rod give it to us let the horns get back in the right direction Woo! See, Damn right. They're already woo! doing the woo. The Ric Flair woos oh, are out. Oh man, it just—it tell me—it gets—it gets the blood flowing. You gotta, gotta just do you. that. Your wife's not gonna like it. Don't do it like as soon as you wake up. Go outside in the backyard, <laughs> like Ty says. Howl go, at the moon. Yeah, then you know a little bit of that, and trust me, it'll get the blood flowing. You'll be good. Feel okay. real good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, then uh, mm-hmm. it's a Friday. That's what we know. We want Friday. Right. It's Friday's into the weekend. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're a Longhorn or if you're a Cowboys fan, a uh, Texans fan, you got no football this weekend. Aggies fan. No football this weekend, but Longhorns certainly do down in Houston. Uh, last time they played down there, Rod Babers was playing on the 40 Acres back Long in time. the early, early 2000s. They'll make their trip to South Houston and get ready for the Cougars tomorrow. We'll preview the big weekend of college football, pro football. There's some big games. Uh, looking forward to that Penn State-Ohio State game tomorrow. Yes, you know, last week, Rod, we had uh, the matchup of Oregon and Washington, right? Did not disappoint. Yeah, two weeks ago we had Texas OU, which is, you know. D- did not disappoint. Did not disappoint. <laughs> then last week, and it's funny because last week we had Washington and Oregon, who were two of the top three offenses mm-hmm. in all of college football. 
and it was a heck of a game. I almost went to overtime. If Oregon's kicker makes a field goal, we're going to OT. Instead, Washington won that game. Michael Penix might be your leader for the Heisman Trophy now. Tomorrow at uh, in Columbus, you have two of the top three defenses in all of college football with Penn State and Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, those yeah. are two rock. I mean, you, you think of Ohio State these days and, and the offense and Ryan Day, but man, uh, Jim, Jim, Jim Knowles. Jim Knowles. Man, he got turned around. Got it turned Took around. Took him like, what, three years? This is his third year? Yeah, it's his third year. Yeah. Defensive coordinator, Ohio State. From Oklahoma State. From Oklahoma State. And uh, they are both they both play defense in the top five in the country. Now, mm-hmm. the question is, have they played anybody? Uh, both teams have not really played a murderer's row of great offenses. But, uh, boy, we were treated to a heck of a offensive you know, shootout last week, and, and all, even in the Cotton Bowl, it was a really mm-hmm. fun football game. I think we'll get another one. This one probably low scoring. We'll talk Penn State, Ohio State, uh, USC, and Utah out west. It was a good one in, the, in college football as well. So we'll preview all those big games. Let's start with the headlines, though. Trending topics. Get you uh, started off right on your Friday morning. Caught up on the news. Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment bring you the top stories. It includes baseball. That All-Texas All-American League Championship Series nodded at two. Houston Astros rolled right past the Rangers in Game 4 last night, 10-3 in Arlington. Houston jumped out to a quick 3-0 lead thanks to four straight hits from the top of their order. Alex Bregman triple triple plated a pair. Jordan Alvarez singled. That scored Bregman. It's 3-0 Houston. Homestanding Rangers rallied the tie to three home runs from Adolis Garcia, Corey Seager. Josh Young had a sack fly. Houston's bats, though, went back to work in the top of the fourth. After back-to-back walks to start the frame, Mauricio Dubon singled. Jordan Alvarez put the Astros in front with a sack fly, and that brought Jose Abreu to the plate with two aboard. Two pitch to Jose Abreu. Hammered the left center field. Way back there. It is gone. Second pitch, Jose Abreu. Yeah, really the biggest swing of the ball game into the second deck. Uh, Joe Davis on Fox. Houston tacked on two more in the seventh on a Chaz McCormick homer. One more in the eighth to finish it off. They level the best of seven series at two games each and improve to eight and one this season in the Rangers' home ballpark. Game five will be this afternoon in that park, Globe Life Field. 4-0-7 first pitch, always critical. Game five in a 2-2 series. Also yesterday, the Arizona Diamondbacks took game three of the NLCS 2-1. Cattell Marte liked an RBI single in the ninth to break a 1-1 tie and walk it off for the Snakes. Philadelphia still leads that series two games to one. Game four there is tonight out in the desert. College football, more midseason accolades for the Longhorns yesterday coming down. Running back Jonathan Brooks and defensive lineman Tavondre Sweat were named to the 2023 midseason watch list for the Maxwell Award and the Benaric Awards, respectively. Maxwell Award was given to America's new college football's player of the year since 1937. The Benaric goes to college football's best defensive player since the mid-90s. Eighth-ranked Longhorns open up the second half of the 2023 season at Houston tomorrow at 3 o'clock on his weekly Thursday Zoom availability. Texas head coach Steve Sarkeesian provided an injury update for his team. Everybody's practiced. Um, a couple of those guys I think will be game-time decisions, but again, everybody practiced all week. Um, you know, my, my decision as a coach ultimately is, is those guys, that all the guys we're talking about, is it in the best interest of the team, A, to, to put them out there? Do they put us in the best position to be successful? And then, B, you have to look at each individual. Is it in their best interest to put them out there to compete? But I will give them all a lot of credit. Uh, they all they all came to work this week and, and worked hard, and they've continued to do their rehab. And um, I'm, I'm probably more pleasantly – I'm more pleased with where we are at this week than maybe a little bit of what I was anticipating. Um, so that that's a real positive, and that's a credit to our training staff and to those guys individually of putting in the work to get themselves in position to uh, to be where they're at today. Those guys would include starting offensive linemen Jake Majors and Cole Hudson, tight end JT Sanders, and defensive backs Ryan Watts and Jalen Catalan. NFL going on Thursday night football to kick off week seven in the league. Jacksonville held on to beat the Saints in New Orleans 31-24. After the Saints tied the game at 24 in the fourth, it was Jags quarterback Trevor Lawrence hitting Christian Kirk on a 44-yard catch and run that proved to be the game winner. Jags improved to 5-2. and two. Saints fall to 3-4. and four. High school football weekend kicked off last night as well. How about Leander? They pulled off a huge comeback win, beat Hendrickson 41-40. Anderson took care of Del Valley. Crockett and McCallum both posted shutout wins. Crockett beat Eastside. McCallum blank Navarro. Horn headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Halloween here is scarier than an OU cheerleader without makeup. But nothing scarier than missing out on employee pricing on all our zero-turn mowers this month. Top Gun. TopGun.net. We'll shoot you straight. Strange series going on here between the Rangers and the Astros. How about this? The ALCS, just the fourth postseason series that featured zero leads at any point by the home team in the first four games of the series. 
Yeah, it's been a it's been a jump out fest, right? The uh, team that jumps <laughs> on the other wins the ball game, uh, and yeah, they they've traded jabs in their own in the other's ballpark. It's wild, but I guess it's the comfort level, the familiarity though between the teams, right? in the division rivals, that sure. kind of thing. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no secrets here. I mean, they they I, I give Dusty Baker a lot of credit. I like the way he's shuffled the lineup here each of the last two nights to put. You know, you went through the numbers yesterday. You know, the Astros against Andrew Heaney. Yeah, uh, the left-hander for the Rangers and Mauricio Dubon was one of those guys that really stood out. That jumped out. His batting average against the left-hander was, you know, career was really strong. So um, it was Michael Brantley in the two-hole yesterday. Instead, it was Mauricio Dubon batting behind Jose Altuve and ahead of Alex Bregman. Yep, and, he was three thirty-three. His career batting average versus any. Well, and he had a great game. Mm. Uh, you know, he was part of that first inning rally. Uh, he was part of the uh, the fourth inning rally when the Astros really took the advantage and, and put it away. Uh, and Mauricio Dubon has been a valuable player for the Astros this year as a playing center field. I mean, really, Mr. Utility goes anywhere they need him to. He's been outstanding. And, yeah, Houston um, jumped all over that pitching staff. And now, you know, here we go. It's a, it's a best of three series. Yeah. And home fields don't matter. I mean, this not it doesn't matter where yeah, they're playing. Not with, not with, this, not with this series. It, it doesn't seem to matter at all. No. Yeah. It's actually scary. The Astros that. are 8-1. Houston <laughs> don't want to go home. <laughs> I was like, it's scary for the Astros going back home. Houston a, might a just bit. petition MLB and say, we just stay here. We're good. Let's save on travel costs. Yeah. Tell the Astros fans need to break out, break out the Rangers gear. Ty won't like that because he, he has a ticket, apparently, to game six, which we now know we will have a game six. There you six. go, Ty. So you got to be excited about that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> Ty's, Ty's bumming. He's stressing in there. Don't worry. I was stressing like yesterday. And he's the only one that's kind of been level-headed here. No, no stress. No, no stress. Should be. What do you call it? Yeah. I just got to get back to our two pitchers that can actually pitch. Well, well, you know well, what? That's, you, a, that's you, the postseason. But you know what? You can win a best of seven series. We have two pitchers that can really pitch. I that know. really is the key. I mean, if you get mm-hmm. uh, you know Jordan Montgomery and – um, Nathan Evaldi back on the hill. You feel pretty good. Astros need good. You know, Astros have Justin Verlander. Astros have Framber Valdez. But those two have I like been that. well, and clearly because it went good for you in certain games one and two. But uh, each one of those guys, Valdez or Verlander, could have great starts as well. And that's all it takes for Houston as well. And what Houston's done is gotten the bats going. Jose Altuve in those first couple of games didn't do much. He's been great in Arlington. Um, you know, Jordan Alvarez now. How about him? He went two for four last night, drove in three more runs, and he had a sacrifice fly that would have been out of 18 yeah. other ballparks <laughs> in Major League Baseball. would have been another home run. He's had one taken back by Leota Tavares, Tavares on, uh, in Game 3, and last night hit one that would have been out of almost every ballpark in Major League Baseball. Yeah. It just landed on the warning track, but he got all of it, or felt like he got all of it. But he's batting four nineteen for the series, Rod. Unbelievable. Yeah. That um, is crazy. Yeah. He's having, I mean, he's just unbelievable. Maybe the best hitter in the game right now. Certainly the best postseason hitter in baseball. Um, but, yeah, Jose Abreu with the big swing last night as well. Because after that sack fly, Lastras took the lead 4-3. You think, okay, well, at least you have the lead after loading the bases with nobody out. Uh, then Abreu made it count with the big home run and um, really stretched things out. Yep. So, you know, Astros got the bats going. Rangers need to do the same. This is the bats series. Bats on the road. You know, and we talked all through the summer, Rod, that, we as as I think fans in Texas, baseball fans, deserve a series. We've never had one with the Rangers and Astros, and now we're getting it. And guess what? It's it's going to go six or seven games. It's I mean, competitive. It's just, it's, yeah. it's a great series, and that's all you can ask for. And uh, I think the Astros are in a good place. Ranger fans are probably rightful to think they're in a pretty good spot too. They just need to win one ball game on their field today. Mm. This game is four o'clock today, Rod. Oh you'll, man! You know, early afternoon, first pitch up there in Arlington. And uh, you'll hear it right here on the horn. And still, no sign of Creed. No, correct? They, they've been there. They they were there. Yeah. Oh really? Uh, they we have not won since they've showed up. Oh. Well, they were there two games ago. I don't know if they were there last night. I went out for the game and then so had, all had so to they leave. were there for game three. Yes. Oh well, they won game three, but you don't know if they were there for game. No, we lost game three. No, you lost game three. That's right. Yeah, yeah, three and two, yeah, one and two to the Rangers, two and th- three and four to Houston. So you've lost every game that Creed showed up. Yeah, Is that what you're saying. I want to get them out of there. Dang. I'm mm. sorry. Sorry, Ty. It's not, I thought that would be the good mojo. Once again, no worries. I apologize. It's okay. And yeah. Now I get to go to a game. Hey, who is Dallas's uh, most famous rock and roll band or artist? Um, is Stevie Ray Vaughan? But Stevie Ray Vaughan's more Austin, right? Because he but he grew up in Dallas. My favorite, hey. personally, it's probably not the most popular, but the Toadies. The Toadies. Oh yes, right. that's not gonna. That's a reach. That's I mean, not gonna move the needle. <laughs> that's not Ru- moving the needle, Rod. Rubberneck went platinum. Okay, but okay. yeah, probably not. We'll let the, we'll let the texters suggest who is the greatest and biggest rock and roll performer slash artist band from 
the greater metroplex. You talking about all time or right now? Houston, Houston, Houston definitely has the advantage on the music front. Oh yeah, that's, in my opinion, music yeah. and food, yeah, and strip clubs. Yeah, probably. Come on now, Rod. I'm willing to concede. I would think that. I would think that. Yeah, the strip club thing. It seems to be the case. More people like uh, well, athletes and James uh, Harden would agree. Artists and athletes seem to bring up Houston strip clubs a lot. So I don't hear them. They don't bring up Dallas strip clubs as much. Houston's more of a pop culture hub. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Dallas about business, banking, Mm. banking, cattle, loyal, loyal money out there. Hey, uh, somebody said it's 407 Eastern. My my phone app says it's 407 Central. Yeah, I got in my car this morning, and my car said it was an hour ahead. What's up with that? Is, is, Hold what? on. The game time? Oh, no. I thought you were okay, talking about I, the, I'm game, little, the game. The game. No, no, but I was confused. We have not I, sprung. For, we're not, we're going to fall back here. At the end of the I thought we weren't doing that anymore. We're not spr- oh, yeah. I think you're right. I think Ty's right. I thought they has that been officially passed. I, I think so. I thought it was. Yeah, but I, you know, hell, I don't know. Maybe, don't maybe have, state to state. We don't even have a different. speaker of the house. What are we doing? <laughs> Did they pass anything? I, what I are would, we done? I will check that because I, I think Ty's right about that. I want to say we officially let the legislation they, they pass legislation. We don't have to. do Somebody it. confirm that. All right, I'll check it. I'll look. I'll check it. Somebody said Steve Miller band. Okay, I like uh, that. Pantera, the heavy metal. Speed re- speed metal rock band is from okay, Dallas. You can't, apparently, you can't tell me the toady. Like I don't even know who Pantera is. See, well, just because you know who Pantera, is, you know who the toadies are, doesn't mean people don't know who Pantera is. I've heard of Pantera. I don't know their music, but I didn't even know they were from Dallas. So, didn't know. This. I, I would nominate Stevie Ray Vaughan because he grew up in Dallas and then moved to Austin, and that's where he became famous. But he's from Dallas. He and his brother both grew up in Dallas. It said no that it's not permanently ending after November twenty twenty three. Not. Yeah, but it was uh, this. They, they still they're still doing it for November twenty twenty. We're gonna fall back. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But but your clock in your car, Ty, has nothing to do with that. I that, <laughs> that I don't know. That was weird. It freaked me out. The Sunshine Protection Act apparently is the legislation that was trying to, I believe, end daylight saving times. But yeah, we're not getting into we're that. So I'm glad they're working hard for us. Uh, there you go. The Sunshine Protection Act. Uh, no, I have four oh seven hour time today. 7.07 for the Phillies Diamondbacks, Central Time. So, uh, big game today. Game 5, anytime there's a best big of 7 game. series, it's not at a 2 apiece, Rod. Uh, game 5 becomes critical, right? To take a, you know, the winner is is a win away from advancement. The loser's on the uh, loss from elimination. And uh, Rangers, uh, the Astros obviously have the momentum, but, you mm-hmm. know, as it's, it's Ty just said, momentum in baseball is your next day starting pitcher, and they're going to put Jordan Montgomery on the mound, one of their best pitchers. He's been their best guys, 2-0 and with a 2.08 ERA in the postseason. Justin Verlander will go for Houston, uh, who, to, despite Ty's criticism, he's been a great postseason pitcher. He's not been great in the World Series, but we're not to the World Series yet, so Astro fans can feel good about JV. Uh, going to the mound should be a good pitching matchup today, 407 in Arlington. It's on Fox Sports 1 if you're looking for it. So uh, we'll take your thoughts on Dusty Baker's moves, shuffling that lineup, uh, making things happen. Rangers mm. uh, pitching is collapsed. How about 8-1, and one, Ron? 8-1 and one in nine games of Globe Life Field. Rangers. That's unbelievable. I can't Houston feels great in that ballpark. Um, without a doubt, they're they're very comfortable. They just feel great away from their ballpark. Yeah, anywhere <laughs> away from Minimate. It's away from Minimate. Can we not go home? I don't know how. Yeah, please. Now that we know Houston, there's going to be games back at Minimate Park. I really believe Dusty Baker's got to do something. I mean, at some point you do something drastic. You can't right? keep doing the, the same definition thing. of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, yeah. expecting different results. So do something. I don't so, know what you do. So call your families, Astros, and tell them we're not coming home. We're going to a hotel. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna stay like out out by the airport. Invite Rangers fans to give take give Boo your tickets you in to the lobby. Give your tickets to Rangers fans or give them a discounted price. Say hey man, you can take it for sure. They need to be booed and given the middle finger even at home. <laughs> Apparently that's what the Astros respond well to. Yeah, just stay out by you know George Bush International Airport. Just stay in a hotel. Don't go anywhere near your home. Something happens when those guys go home to their home beds. They're their home beds. They're forty and forty-five at home this year. What is happening? Yeah, really, that doesn't make any sense. They got the best road record in a in baseball, mm-hmm. but they historically can't seem to good road record. It out it, it's historic both ways. There, I don't believe there's ever been a playoff team. Doesn't make sense playing in the postseason. That's five games under five hundred at home. It makes no sense. It's stupefying. And the year before, in twenty twenty-one, the year twenty twenty-two, the Astros were like sixty-one and twenty-seven at home, like thirty over. I mean, the same park. 
Somebody, somebody will figure it out. I, I know Dusty Baker gave you the, gave us the uh, the very simple explanation <laughs> that he just he emphasized he, he asked him, "Hey guys, let's try to be the best road team in in baseball," and they figured it out. But I'm with you. I wonder psych, either psychologically or with the routine, and you never want to mess up a routine of a baseball team. That's the thing too, especially this late in the you season, don't. right? Their routine, they do the same thing over and over again. That's exactly what you want. But I agree. I don't know how he would in a subtle way. Kind of shift the mindset, but he's got you got to do something because it's pretty obvious that at home, whatever the effect is, it's a bad one, a negative one on the Astros, without a doubt. Um, um, so we'll see. But obviously, got to get through Game Five today. Rangers <laughs> will feel good about Jordan Montgomery, and he's been really good, man. That's as we say, he's the the other guy they acquired on trade deadline day. Right ahead of the trade deadline, Max Scherzer was the first, but then Jordan Montgomery came in in that trade from the from the Cardinals, and he's just been outstanding. I mean, he his last four starts of the regular season, he was you know locked down, and then in three starts in the postseason, he's won three ball games, three and zero ERA is you know sparkling. Mm. He did give up five runs and or four earned runs in that start to the Orioles, but that was late. Rangers already had a big lead. He shut down the Braves. He shut down Houston in game one. So Montgomery, Astros have to deal with him. He's just been really good at locating and, and keeping people off balance. You know, it's one of those, you know, the key to hitting rod is be be balanced. Mm-hmm. So the key to pitching is get the hitter off balance and don't let him lock in. And uh, Jordan Montgomery's been really good at that. He's not an overpowering guy, but um uh, really a good pitcher, and he'll face uh, Justin Verlander today in a good pitching matchup. We'll take your thoughts on that. Rod will take us behind that burn orange curtain coming up. Um, I was keeping an eye on the Jacksonville-New Orleans game last night. How about that win for Trevor Lawrence? That that Jacksonville team is interesting. They went to London, won two games. And it's, you know, I don't want to say the word fair because nothing's fair and life's not fair. But for one team in the league to have to go play two games over in London – you're kind of you're kind of getting screwed a little bit on that, right? I get sent over there for for better part but of three weeks. Their owner wants it though. Remember yeah, their they owner, do. He's been big. Shad Khan's been big on pushing sure. them as a. Well, he wants them to have an international brand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But but they handle, you know, I agree. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it does. They give them the shaft a little if bit. If you're a Jacksonville yeah. fan, you're like, oh come on, really? We got to go over there for you know because yeah. you go over there for the the week of, and then you're there for three weeks. Uh, but they handled that. They won both they games because yeah. they were one and two, and they went over there, won both, came home, beat the Colts, and now they go on the road and beat the Saints. And uh, now they're five and two, and right in the middle of the the pack, right in the middle of the or the thick of things in the AFC, seven games in. Uh, Trevor Lawrence played pretty well last night, despite the knee injury. How about him taking off running last night with a knee injury? They were questionable whether he'd be able to play. There he goes running for you know big runs and uh, getting his legs involved. I'm sure that that you know took the Saints by surprise. But the Saints, I mean, right now a kind of a disaster. They just don't. They just looked out of sorts. And Derek Carr. He's he's not the the problem. I know there's a lot of criticism against Derek Carr, but uh, you know he's not the problem. They got a lot of other issues. Um, the Saints o lines do. a mess. You know, lines. They got a lot of injury issues, uh, skill positions. They got. I mean, what did Chris Olave have? Uh, seven, seven receptions. For Fifty-seven. They got to find a way to fifteen get, targets of him. He only caught seven, so half yeah, of them incomplete. Exactly right. They got to maximize him, him a little bit more. Um, I still don't know what's going on with Michael Thomas. If he's hurt, if he's not, that's been a three, two, three year drama in soap opera. Like, I got, I don't know. Is he, is he, is he hurt still? Who? Michael Thomas. He caught a touchdown last night. Okay, so wait, he's but, out there playing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, well, exactly, right? So, hey, but he's not, he's not a premier receiver in the offense no. anymore, which is weird. It's almost like he's been relegated to the third, the, like a third receiver on the team or something like that. It's just, it's just, I, I really don't know the identity of the offense. So what's going on? I think the Saints might be in a bit of a, uh, maybe a downward trend. But they're in such a bad division at three and four. They they're still, still in the shot. mix. Yeah, <laughs> they still they're still shot. there. Uh, Jags 0-5-2. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, two hundred and four yards in the touchdown. Uh, Travis Etienne had a big game. Two more touchdowns. Travis Etienne has six cut touchdowns in his last three games. If you have him in your fantasy team, you're feeling pretty good about that. They just have so many great skill positions, guys. Yeah, Christian they do. Kirk, and now they got uh, Calvin Ridley. They do. They do. Yeah. And they're you know they're a team we talked about in the preseason. Could they contend with the Chiefs and the Bills and the best teams in the AFC? I think the answer right now is probably yes. They got off to a rough start. Uh, remember they they lost to the Texans. Texans went in and beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville. They always do that though. Yeah, I don't. Houston that's, always wins in. Yeah, Florida. I don't know why that's the case, but it's always weird. The case. <laughs> and if you're a Saints fan, you're bumming because your tight end Foster Moreau dropped a touchdown pass that would have tied that game or could have tied that game in the fourth quarter. Just dropped it and uh, went right through his hands. And then you know they didn't get it on fourth down, and Jacksonville 
holds on for the seven-point win. That's how Week 7 began in the National Football League. We'll preview it. It does not include the Cowboys or Texans. We'll pre- preview the big games, including that Eagles Dolphins game on Sunday night, which is a good one. Ravens and Lions in an important game as well. Uh, AFC versus NFC. We'll also preview the college football and go behind the burnt orange curtain. Plus, before the end of this first hour of our five, we will get some what the facts. Got to have some what the facts on Hook 'em Up with Ian Rodby. Just getting warm. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, Hook 'em Up. 1019 AM 1260. The Horn. And then there are the Toadies. Toadies. The Rangers need some Toadies today. They need to move on from the Creed. It would seem so. It would Sorry. seem so. The Creed. It was working for a while, though. It was working fun, for a while. While lasted. But it ain't over. It's a 2-2 series with three to go. Best of three series now in the All-Texas ALCS. Uh, taking your suggestions on the greatest all-time band slash performer from Dallas. It says ZZ Top. Actually, from Dallas. That's true. ZZ Top gained fame in Houston. But... Uh, the uh, members that were two of them from from Dallas originally, uh, but either way, when, think, when people think ZZ Top Rod, they think Houston. They do. That's interesting. I didn't Houston. know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Much like Stevie Ray Vaughan is Austin, but grew up in Dallas. Uh, Steve Miller Band. Several people have mentioned as well. Appreciate that. As we get you going on a Friday, it's a free fall football Friday, Rod Babers. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, we're ready for a behind the burn we'll orange curtain talking Texas football. Steve Sarkeesian did meet the media yesterday. Longhorn fans is ready for some football. Uh, ready to get back at it. Uh, coming off. It is, you know, the, 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 I do think the bye week rod came at a real good time. Just, you know, six games in, six to go, right in the middle of your season. Same time uh, you played the game. It is tough to sit on that lost Oklahoma um, for two weeks, right? Yeah, I don't, like I said, as a player, I, I, don't, I don't like, you know, having a bye week after a loss, period. I don't. I think you got to get it. As a, as a player, it's hard to have to deal with two weeks of practices. To try if you if you especially if you had a bad game, which a lot of Longhorns had bad games, try to stew on that. I think it affects your psyche a little bit. I think you're. I, I think as an athlete, you can't help but be a little bit down. You had a bad game, and it takes you two weeks to get back to having a chance to redeem yourself. Yeah. Sorry, you can say whatever you want about the rest and all that. That's for people and analysts and coaches to consider. I'm talking about that from an athlete's perspective. You have a bad game and lose. You want to play right away again. To that's get back the, out there and redeem yourself. One of the so best. your confidence isn't hurting. Right now, I think some of the guys' confidence has been hurting. But U of H is a nice slump buster. A nice slump buster. I mean, you know, 114th ranked defense in the country. Yeah, you ain't feeling good about yourself. You know, it's a nice slump buster. But for the defense, actually, it may not be a slump buster. For the offense, it definitely is. I mean, offense. But offense, I don't know if they need a confidence booster. They've been only in the red zone. Only in the red it's the only issue is the red zone. Defensively, there were some things that were exposed for the first time. Texas playing a high-level quarterback uh, in a pass-first system and, and, and a team like Oklahoma that has you know talent, like talent in a lot of areas. For sure, for yeah. sure. Um, but we'll talk all the uh, college football of the weekend. There, you know, there's a top 10 matchup. There's several top 20 matchups around college football this weekend and big the Big 12 games with all these freshman quarterbacks emerging around the conference. And all obviously Texas getting back at it. We're also talking uh, Texas and, and Houston, uh, Astros and Rangers in Major League Baseball. But let's go behind the burnt orange curtain, get some Texas football chatter going early here on a Friday morning. And they were all asking themselves the same question. What is behind that curtain. All right. Uh, Steve Tarkeesian met with the media yesterday. He was in a good mood. Um, I think he likes the practices, or at least the uh, intensity of the practices uh, right now, uh, coming off of the first loss of the season for the Longhorns. And uh, obviously the bye week, we just talked about that. Good for them because they needed to get some guys healthy. So it did come at a perfect time. Um, but here's Sark uh, with the opening statement uh, to the media before he was asked any questions. Um, here's his thoughts on Texas going into uh, the, the Texas U of H weekend. It's great to be back in game week. Um, I think you could definitely feel it uh, with the intensity at practice, the energy at practice, the competitiveness at practice. Thought our guys really had three quality days of work, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, um, with with Monday a, a great day to kind of get back to it. Uh, but they really brought it Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and um, it shows, in, like I said, in the intensity and the competitiveness at practice, um, which is what we were hoping to have coming off of the bye week last week. And so um, I love I love where we're at from a mentality standpoint. I really like where we're at physically. Um, obviously, we got we got some guys back healthy. Um, and I, I just think we're, we're getting ready to go play 
uh, a ball game Saturday in, in a hostile environment on the road. We know that, that Houston would like nothing more than, than to knock us off in this ball game. And so it's going to have to take our best effort to go in there and get a win. Uh, there you go. Uh, start talking about the, um, you know, obviously coming off of the loss and the bye week a little bit. And he talked about practices, how he's liked the practices so far. He was asked, I believe Kirk Bowles asked the question. It was right after his opening statement. <laughs> uh, do you have any bad practices? Because you uh, talk a lot about how great the practices have been for this team. Here's Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, I think it's probably both, truth Truth be told. I think sometimes you need to be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there defensively, right? Whether it's zone coverage, man coverage, um, fitting a run a specific way, running a game up front. Um, and then when, you, when you're there, then you can, then you can, you know, take advantage of the opportunity to create that turnover. So I think that that's the first part. The second part, I, I think having the mindset of the ball on your mind of how are we getting the football, right? Are we getting it because of, you know, when we sack the quarterback, there's a strip attempt. Are we getting it because when we're in zone coverage, we're doing a great job of recognizing route combinations and having the ability to, to, to jump a route uh, to create a turnover, which we saw earlier in the year. Um, is it understanding when you, when you feel that first tackler starting to wrap that runner up and I'm the second man in to go ahead and get a punch or a strip on that ball, knowing uh, that, that he's in the grasp of the, of the first defender. So I do think there's ball awareness, um, but, I, but I also think there's something about football IQ and football awareness. And I know we've talked a lot about this, about Jalen Ford. There's something about his game where he kind of finds the football, right? Uh, yeah, that was Sark talking about creating turnovers, which was a really good clip. Um, he's, he's, this is the second time he's mentioned that. He mentioned um, last week forcing more fumbles because he wants them to start forcing more fumbles, getting the ball on the ground, dislodging the football with some of that contact. And he was talking about creating turnovers, being ball aware. Remember, I've talked about guys, some guys just have that, that ball awareness, that havoc-minded players, that ball hawks. Um, he mentioned Jalen Ford. I think, you know, you got a couple of guys like that. Jaday Barron's uh, got that. Malik Muhammad, from what I hear, has that ability as well. Um, you want more guys on your defense that have that ball awareness, as he's talking about in the football IQ. Uh, but the uh, the practice habits, uh, Sark was asked about. Um, he was also asked, that, you know, do you have bad practices, good practices? How often do you have bad practices? Here's Steve Sarkeesian. No, we we do. We've had them in the past, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, you know, but I, I do think there's a real level of maturity. And I think that's a great word to describe this football team. You know, we, we've got really good leadership on this team across the board. You know, it's not like one position group's got good leaders and, and maybe another one doesn't. You know, I think that we're, we're spread throughout our roster of veteran players who are in year three in our program who really understand um, how we go about our business. Um, I think our coaching staff does a, does a tremendous job day in and day out of getting our guys prepared to go practice. Uh, and in the end, you know, I said it, I said it yesterday. Uh, we have, we have guest officials that come and, you know, it's been, it was a two hour practice and Wednesdays are traditionally tough practices for us. And we always do a good on good team period at the end. Uh, on Wednesdays, we do third downs and, our guys were more excited for that period of practice after a, a hard practice than I can remember. And I looked at the official and I said, man, our guys love to practice. Like they really love being out here. And that's a great sign, you know, that they're not just surviving practice. They're attacking it. They're having, they're having fun doing it. They're competing at a high level. Um, so to your point, I, I do think that it takes a lot of maturity, but I also think it, it you have to have players on your team that love the game. And those are, you know, one of the characteristics that we look for uh, in recruiting uh, is, do you love football? And if you love football, we only get so many opportunities to be out there. And we put a lot of time and effort into preparation for practice and games. And so when we get those moments, um, we definitely, we want to, we want to maximize them. And um, I, I think this team um, has been one of the better ones I've ever been around and definitely probably the best I've had here in three years of their intent going to practice. Everything they do is intentional um, and they, they really try to be coachable, but yet they're highly, highly competitive. Yeah. Football is a sport. You practice more than you play. So you have to learn how to become a, gr a great practice player. Uh, and that translates. That's why coaches hate gamers. 
They hate gamers because ga- they don't trust gamers. Because they don't see it, they don't see it in practice enough to trust them in the game. And in the game, they just show up in the game, and it's like that is well, that's that's it's great they showed up in the game, but I'm trying to plan and prepare right for the game, and I can't do that when you're you're, you're not practicing at a really high level and you're not consistent in practice. You don't have a baseline of performance that I can count on. That is interesting. I mean, it's it's a it's a point if you. Play the game, you know it, but you know I think common fans don't think about it that much. But you do practice a lot more than you play. Oh, you practice like, a ton. Like baseball, you play a lot more than you practice. Basketball, basketball, you play right. a lot more than you practice. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, once you get in the grind of an NBA season or a baseball season, you don't even you hardly you know, practice. You exactly. Take round balls, you yeah. Exactly. Get warmed up, mm-hmm. take some BP, but you don't practice. You shoot, yeah, shoot around, you shoot, you know what I mean. But you don't practice, practice. But so you, as a yeah. player and a guy who could be a coach if you wanted to, Rod, and thought about it, uh, you have to design practices that are. That are productive, right? It, you don't want to be out there wasting people's time. Oh man, highly, but you can't exactly. That's why you got the <laughs> they got the bullhorn or whatever the, uh, yeah. the the horn that they sound, and you gotta and it, coaches expect you to run. Yeah, you gotta you know run to the other drill or run to to whatever. Well, but they're also working with human beings, to. right? And so if you're yeah. if you if the if the human beings, especially the older they get, feel like you're just practicing to practice, right? You're just filling time it's got to be productive practice and that, yes, it is. that's uh, that's that's uh, you have goals for every practice every, every yeah every practice needs a mission yeah exactly this is that where you put that a mission because trust me i get red zone trust me you struggle in a certain area then the coach decides all right you know what out of our how many periods i don't know 15 periods of practice whatever it may be all right we're going we're gonna to go three of them just a red zone alone because our red zone offense sucks so we're going to you know what i mean that coach will do that i remember when coach brown had we have three punts blocked Versus Ooh, NC, State. NC State, yeah, and I want to say Coach went. He went to basically devoting almost twice as many periods to special teams, and Texas became after that one of the best special team programs in the country for like the next decade. But you, because you get what you emphasize, and coaches know. All right, if I if I spend enough practice time on this, guys will get it. It will translate. Um, so that's that's why practice is so important, and it's so important for guys to develop a baseline of consistency at practice and start practicing like an All-American, yeah. practicing like an All-Conference player. And then you get everybody practicing like All-Americans, and then I'm practicing up against an All-American, and I'm practicing like an All-American. And then you start playing like an All-American. There you right? go. That's, that's kind of the key. That's the hope anyway. All right, one more cut here because I want to play this cut from Sark talking about the team reacting after the loss. Right, they haven't had a loss yet. It's their first one of the season. How did this team respond in the bye? We got a chance to watch your team right after a loss. How did they respond in practice? Here is uh, Sark. Um, I, I I feel like I've got a team right now that's a little pissed off, and that's okay. You know that that they're angry, um, and they want to get back on the field. They want to play. Um, you know, I, I think they all likelihood. I know a lot of them wanted the rest last week. I think they all wanted to get out there and play again next Saturday to kind of get that taste out of their mouth. And so that's kind of how practice has felt. It's been very intense um, um, because I think that 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 these guys feel like we're a good football team and and we've got something to prove. And as a coach, the fact that it's coming internally, that it's coming from them in the locker room, that's a great sign. And so. Um, again, we need to make sure that we execute at a high level, but the intent from which we're going about it throughout practice, and I think the intent that we'll play with Saturday uh, and then every Saturday moving forward, I think is the right one. Leadership on this team, I think, is pretty good. I think they have good leadership on the team. I think that's why they had, you talked about the good practices they've had, um, that these guys like to practice. We just talked about the importance of that, and then the way they're responding after a loss. You should be pissed off. Yeah. If you watch that film, do you realize you lost that game? Yeah. You realize your your lack of execution in crucial critical moments lost that game, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively too though, the way the offense started, the way the defense ended. Yeah. The way the defense ended the first half and the second half lost that game and the way the offense started the game period lost that game. So, it, you probably watched it and went, "Damn, man, we should be undefeated." And you watched that film and that's why you're upset. You're upset with yourself. When you're also- then you go back and practice even harder. You're also watching, you know, Sports Center and whatnot. Everybody's talking about Oklahoma, 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 yeah. right? And you're like, damn it. Oh, yeah. Dang. We had that game. Got the T-shirts working. What are the T-shirts? <laughs> yeah, now Oklahoma's They're, the Texas, favorite. Texas only fears Oklahoma. Them T-shirts they got going. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Danny Stutzman's out there hawking. Oh, making money hawking off goods the- <laughs> on your ass. Come on, man. <laughs> of a quote from some hype <laughs> some hype video that he made about Texas. Oh, yeah. I dang. mean, this- it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> <my> <laughs> dang. Dang. <laughs> 
Yeah. All now right. you watch that film. I guarantee they're upset. They're just like, man, we lost that game, and now all you got to do, you got to eat that crow and get better. And then the revenge factor. That's why I'm sure they're upset too, because they know they got a chance to see them again. Hey, uh, let's come back and get some what the facts, what including the facts? Uh, Astros, Rangers, and the big Diamondbacks win last night, and other facts from around the sports world into your football weekend. It's Hook 'em Up with Ian Rodby. On the southbound side of Toll 130 at Tesla Road, we do have a crash. It's still on the board, and uh, hopefully it'll clear up shortly. We're not catching a huge backup on the main lanes of Toll 130. We're definitely noticing that. So hopefully this will not be a huge deal for you. Uh, Not much else to worry about when it comes to major crashes, at least on the freeways. Now, we are noting delays southbound I-35 from 290 to airport to the decks on the north side. And northbound Hayes County, yeah, kicking in with those delays on the interstate and the slaughter to Stasty at north Northbound on I-35 also uh, picking up as well, but not quite as much volume as we've seen earlier this week, that's for sure. I'm Don Better, and that's traffic. Underdog Fantasy. Hopefully you played last night. Underdog Fantasy is such a fun game, and it's such a cool way. You know, if you don't play fantasy football, even if you do on like a year-long thing, but you like you want the the game by game uh, drama, the game by game juice that you get, and the ability to win real money. Uh, that's what fun underdog fantasy is. It's a fantasy game, legal here in the Lone Star State, but it's a blast. You take the game like last night or any game, college or pro football this weekend, and you take the game. You pick two to five players on either side on both teams or all on one team if you want. Doesn't matter. Uh, then you take whether those players are going to go higher or lower on their in-game totals, on touchdowns, receiving yards, catches, uh, any number of things that you want to choose from. And if you go five for five, you can win up to 20 times your money if you pick five correctly. Uh, and that's what you then, then you just sit back and watch and see if your guys do and the players do what you think they're going to do. Uh, and if you win, you win. It's a blast. And one game, then once the game's over, then you go on to the next one. That's just the way it works with Underdog Fantasy. It's just a blast. Uh, you can do it uh, with the games all weekend long. Kick the Longhorns and in, in U of H. Go higher or lower your favorite players and uh, watch the game. And go from there. The Penn State Ohio State game tomorrow. The big games on Sunday. Whichever you want to do. And all you have to do to build your dream team, build your picks, is go right to the website underdogfantasy.com or. Just uh, download the mobile app to your phone, Underdog Fantasy, and if you use the promo code HOGAN, my last name, H-O-G-A-N, when you get signed up, at Underdog, the great people there are going to double your first deposit up to $500. So 10 to 500 bucks, you're going to get double your money to start this thing off. They'll also give you a, a mystery pick, give you .5 points to play with, uh, higher or lower. Uh, that's a fun way to start this thing at underdogfantasy.com. That's Underdog Fantasy, or just download that mobile app and get going. Promo code HOGAN. Play the games tonight into the weekend and all, all season long at Underdog Fantasy. Uh, an absolute blast, underdogfantasy.com. Promo code HOGAN. Must be 18 or plus and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concern with play. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Now's the time to head out to your nearest Ewald Kubota dealer and get a great deal on a brand new Kubota M-Series tractor during the Ewald Kubota Inventory Reduction Sale. Get a feature-loaded M5, 6, or 7 with powerful engine options. And with Kubota, you get comfort, quality, and value. So get a great deal on the Kubota M-Series during the Ewald Kubota end-of-year inventory reduction sale. From the Gulf of Mexico to the hill country of Texas for over 75 years, Ewald Kubota is your Kubota dealer. It's the perfect time to transform your home or business with fresh new color. The team at CertiPro Painters of Greater Austin handles every detail, worry-free from start to finish. CertiPro Painters is the painting service you can rely on here in Austin, whether painting inside or out. John Bunnell and his team are ready to protect and beautify your space with a fresh coat of paint. Go with the pros at CertiPro Painters of Austin. Get your painting project started today at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Specs brings the oohs and ahs to fall in Texas. Oohs for the stunning selection and ahs for the rock bottom prices. Whether it's grains or grapes, Specs is your good time guru with lower prices on a Texas sized selection of world class wines, rare spirits, and specialty beers. So when you need to up the ooh and ah of your weekend hurrah, get to Specs and shop in awe. Because at Specs, the fun starts here. Ironworkers Local 482, building Central Texas since 1935. You see their skilled craftsmanship every day with Austin iconic landmarks like UT Memorial Stadium and the Pennybacker Bridge. Ironworkers Local 482 Union is hiring 3,000 people right now for a huge new project. Enjoy full benefits, a pension, and a rewarding career. Becoming a member of Ironworkers Local 482, you accept the challenge to give your best each day while shaping Austin's economic development. Apply today at ironworkers482.org. That's ironworkers482.org. Can't bow out. 
Can't bow wow, bring your schnauzer and your chow. Can't bow wow. Can't bow wow, bring your dachshund and your hound. Can't bow wow. Can't bow wow, we're all having fun now at camp. Bow wow. Bring your dog in for fall spa treatments. We have de-shedding, nail trims, full service bathing, everything but the cut. Get your spot reserved for Thanksgiving and Christmas. 833-DOG-LIFE. 833-364-5433. Play all day, snooze the night away. You don't have to have a pedigree to be treated like a celebrity. Located off Limmer Loop, one block west of 130 in Hutto. Make your reservation online at campbowwow.com slash Hutto and download our mobile app where you can watch your pup play. That's campbowwow.com slash Hutto. At Camp Bow Wow. The Horn text line has moved. Join the conversation on the new Horn text line, 512-447-3776. That's 512-447-3776. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, hook em up. 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. Oh man, Steve Miller Band out of Dallas, Texas. Because Ty's trying to change the mojo. No more Creed for Ty. No, so we're still on Creed. Okay, we're still on Creed? Okay. Yeah. 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 I, like, I, got to, I, I went to see Steve Miller Band in concert when I was in high school. I saw them. I saw him at the end of high school, and he was an old man, and it was still one of the best concerts I've ever seen in my life. Crushed it. He was Sounds old exactly when I was in high school, it felt like. <laughs> He's wearing an all-black suit up there. Cool as hell. I just don't know why they made that song Abracadabra. Yeah, that one, yeah. Every other song is like, man, that's a great song. And then you have this Abra Abracadabra thing. You're like, what in the world is that? Oh, either way. Sorry. People <laughs> like that song, though. I don't. Yeah, Maybe it's popular because it sucks. Not me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I like that song. Uh, all right, so uh, we got a lot going on. It's time for What the Facts, Rod. What the Facts. You what know the that facts? the sacrifice fly that Jordan Alvarez hit last night that uh, would have been out of 17, would have been out of 17 of the 30 major league ballparks. It was 110.7 miles per hour off the bat. Um, I still don't know how that wasn't a home run. Thanks, thank you for Jose Abreu for hitting the home run the next <laughs> next at bat because it felt like we got robbed. I was like, "What? Uh, that thing was gone? Are you kidding me?" But um, maybe the wind, maybe the roof being open uh, held yeah. it back in. Oh yeah, you hear what Dusty said about that? What's that? Basically, Dusty said essentially hinted that they did not know the roof was going to be open. That well, it, they had an agreement that the roof would be closed. I believe it's a Major League Baseball decision, whether it's in Houston or in Arlington. The, the MLB decides. Yeah, Brian McTaggart tweeted out, Dusty Baker on roof being open. We were told there was an agreement we wouldn't have the roof open in either place. I don't know what changed. Rangers. Because I don't know. Come you said on, it, could, man. it could be something that came from on high. That, well, you know, I'm glad Major they did. It's a beautiful thing. night. Yeah, maybe that was it. It was like, no, Baseball. man, it looks it looks better on TV. It's more aesthetically, you know, appealing. Oh, yeah, well, well, because that the ballpark when it's closed looks like looks like a grill or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like, nah, man, it looks a little depressing. Open it up, it looks beautiful. It's a and beautiful night. Baseball so, is made to be played outside, yeah. I believe. It could have came from on high, like the TV. Could have came from the TV networks to the to Rob Manfred and like, okay, guys, we want to make it look better for the production. It's it's the, it's the playoffs. A lot of people watching. Um, so, yeah, I don't know where that came from. And Dusty Baker, he since they won, I don't think he made a big deal out of it. Yeah. But they'd have lost. He might have, been, <laughs> he might have said something. He might have said something Especially if that home after yeah, that 410-foot uh, uh, mm-hmm. blast fell harmlessly onto the, the warning track. Uh, but, yeah, that was a uh, you know, big moment in the game. And then Abreu goes deep. That was that was good to see if you're an Astros fan, not for the Rangers. Uh, we've talked a lot about the Miami Dolphins offense, the best offense in the NFL, how prolific it is. Um, we haven't talked enough about this little stat, and it's a great stat. They're also leading the NFL in pressures allowed. They have the lowest amount of pressures allowed. Who's this? Miami. The Dolphins. Tua. And they He's, play the Eagles. You know what? We're all worried about whether Tua is going to be durable enough, right, to make it through a season. That was their number one priority. We got to make sure that Tua isn't touched as much, and when he is touched, that he knows how to fall. That's why he studied martial arts, so he can know how to fall. Um, Miami's O line has allowed 32 total pressures. That's the lowest in the NFL. Well, and if you watch him, he gets rid of the ball the all the time. Never, he doesn't hold the ball. Yeah, I mean the ball comes out so quick, and that's a credit to Mike McDaniel's and the offensive play calling. Yeah, they and the built the ring. offense so that he is he's protected, and you know it plays to his strengths because he's very accurate and he's he loves the great. RPO. He loves the RPO, but he also has got a quick release, mm-hmm. uh, and he's got great anticipation. I mean, he's kind of like a point guard back there, and it's just 
you know, put the ball where it needs to be. And, and you know, this week, Mike McDaniel bristled when people, you know, media asked him, you know, the people have alleged that, that a lot of quarterbacks be doing what your quarterback is doing. It's just the system. Because Tua gets the same argument that, or you know, the same knock that Brock Purdy gets, right? Yes, he does. It's all he the shouldn't. system. Yeah. It's like, come on now. And he said, no, I've coached a lot of quarterbacks that can't do what this guy's doing. Uh, I built the offense because we have this guy. He right? built it around him. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he's everything we just said, accuracy, anticipation, quick release. Uh, makes quick decisions. Uh, we've built the offense around him. Uh, it's not the opposite. You know, they said the same thing last year about Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. Uh, the the system yes. quarterbacks. You know, yeah. if it was that easy. <laughs> I mean, I, I every quarter, every coach would have a system just around their quarterback. It really just starts with the QB and the player, and then you work around his strengths. Strength. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, I will also give you this little fact of the day. Uh, when Penn State plays Ohio State tomorrow, Rod, you'll have the number one and number two defense in the country. In yards per play allowed. That's cool. That's rare. How's, how often does that happen? Penn State allows 3.42 yards per play. Ohio State right at four. That's going to be a slobber knocker. Uh, Penn State has only allowed six offensive touchdowns this year. Ohio State, seven. Yeah. All year long. Now, again, mm. schedule strength of schedule not great for either. But, man, it's the opposite of the Oregon-Washington game from a week ago where you had two of the top three offenses in the country. This week you have two of the two of the top defenses in the country. Well, and Penn State actually has got the offense to match it. Uh, and Ohio State, you know, infamously they, they and notoriously, the field, right? Yeah, they they should they, they always have a great offense, but this year the defense is actually ahead of the offense. Ohio State. Yeah, you could, last week it was what 36-33. This one probably if, if you get to the twenties, you're feeling good. Either one of these two teams. With Ohio yeah. State and Penn State, that's the game tomorrow at 11 o'clock. It's the big noon Fox game, so you can watch the whole thing and still be ready to go for the Texas game at 3 o'clock. Yeah, you can win it with 28 points. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you get a 28 in this game? You're going to win it. Yeah. <laughs> it comes down to a couple young quarterbacks, right? And uh, mm-hmm. Drew Aller for Penn State. Um, you know, Ohio State's trying to still find their rhythm. They have Marvin Harrison Jr. Can't wait to watch that game. That's going to be old school. Old school. Nice. In Columbus tomorrow. Uh, we'll preview that college football weekend coming. Also, the NFL, which doesn't include the Cowboys or Texans. We also preview Game 5 now, all-important Game 5 of the ALCS, the Lone Star Series. Now knotted at 2. Astros tied it up with a 10-3 win last night. We'll recap that as well. Rod will get you a rant. We're loaded, man. It's a Friday. It's a football Friday, Rod. Give him the woo.